Are we just going? Well, I, folks, red red hot alert on this one. Oh, I'm doing it! And I'm speed running. We're speed my running. episode. I've been. I don't even. It's. I'm in. Uh. Uh. Anyway, I got a. I'm. 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 I've carved time out like a butcher. Um, of, mean, my, of my schedule and it's taken here. us two weeks to get this episode wanna, out it's you know and the it's it's because i've been sab i've been sabotaged by the pro overhead power line uh, the pro no wait damn it fuck the power they're destroying people. me the underground the non the the power the ground people the ground people that's right <laughs> earthlings uh, they've sabotaged me um and they're they're making me speak it's wrong on my podcast uh this is the it's Lexington lame. Aviation Marxist Experience. That's good. Don't even talk to us, ground folk. We're up here uh, at the at at at, at the uh, at the top of the you know at the twentieth floor of Lame Studios, um, right next to the room where we blink cryptic Morse code messages over the LA area. Um, uh, so, anyway, it's the tenth of February, twenty twenty-two. I'm Aaron, uh, and I'm Jenry. Uh, if you want stickers, email us, lexlamepod at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter, at LamePod. And you can, you. Sometime, <clears throat> sometimes you can get little poems that I write. <laughs> what? <laughs> I wrote a little poem last time we had to delay the episode. Oh, um, that's because great. Because to let, to let the fans know. And then we delayed it again, and I didn't really want to write another one, so that's... I didn't. Oh, okay. Well. But you can follow us there if you want. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's it's good though we're we're getting we're getting these levels under control we're loud today Aaron I'm proud I'm, I'm well I mean it is we're recording it's, this is the earliest we've ever oh my recorded. god guys we're recording in the AM this is I mean it's so fucked up it is the most I oh gee no it's so okay all right all right all right this we, is a news podcast um uh, uh from. Uh, we're, 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 we're a couple old Marxists. We're communists. Read the paper. Um, and, uh, uh, it, we're in, like, I used to be really into the Congress of the New Urbanism, like, three years ago, but I get it. It's, it's a flawed, it, they just want to build Florida Velas. I, I know, and I know when it's evil. Um, uh, Aaron used to bike places. Probably still does. So yeah, sometimes uh, I do. So now that we've established our, our credibility, um, finally, whew, I'm actually really glad we actually delayed the episode because wow, wow, wow! I woke up to the most amazing article this morning. It's right, everyone. It's your favorite segment. Strike alert! We have a strike coming. Oh, strike alert! At of all fucking places, the 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 one institution in this town. That like that like is is like a tumor in my head that I can't stop thinking about the American Water Association uh, or American, American Water Corporation. American Water Corp. I don't know why I, Awa is a fun. Uh, Auk. Auk. Anyway, so a labor union. Thank you, Beth oh. Musgrave, by the way, for this article. Representing 68 Kentucky American Water employees will go on strike oh, beginning yes. Friday evening, yes. folks. Yes. Literally tonight, yes. baby. Yes. At time of recording. <laughs> this, oh man. So this is insane. I don't, folks, we can't get too deep into the uh, history of it. That's a whole probably uh, a series of episodes we could do on the fucked up history of, um, of uh, our, our German water company. Well, one, our German water company. Company two, every labor union passed like 1970. Um, 
this is the uh, I don't know what kinds of workers are at the American Water, right? Like what what is the nature of their line of duty, right? Of well, nature of their work. But they are being represented by the Natural Nat- National Conference of Firearm and Oilers. Sometime. Okay. So that is the NCFO, which is an organization that was started in the late 1800s. It's a labor union um, for train operators, right? Um, and then in the 90s, they partnered with uh, SEIU, which I forget. Um, uh, it was just uh, the, the, what it's short for. It's another union that mostly represents like professional workers, doormen, uh, public sector, like just sort okay. of a real catch-all, right? I was going to guess Southeastern Industrial Union. That's good, actually. That's SETC. Um, they're not a union, though. I don't, um, mm-hmm. Not bad. No, it's like something, uh, whatever. And then in 2008, um, uh, the entirety of the NCFO consolidated itself nationally into one single district, which for some reason is 32BJ. So they are um, the, 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 the sort of just led, just uh, acronym the the proper terminology to refer to these people N C F O S E I U thirty two B J amazing wow absolutely amazing rolls off the tongue um, it's like uh, the apps the man the state of union <laughs> oh, service employees international union there we go is there we is go what it is. anyway so the head of the union is the secretary treasurer. Okay. Um, which there's no, to my understanding, not a union president. I did some brief. I was not paying attention in class. I was uh, too busy on Wikipedia learning about labor unions for this. Um, so anyway, here's a quote from Robert Smith, the NCFO secretary treasurer. Our members, the workers that provide safe drinking water to the Lexington, Fayette County area, are asking the company to bargain in good faith, to address the workforce concerns, and to meet the needs of workers that have faithfully provided nonstop service through the pandemic in some of the most trying times in the past years. Right um, now, unfortunately, um, they have to uh, uh, they they come begging to um, one of the most uh, reactionary forces in our life. That is, of course, the uh, natural, uh, National Labor Relations Board. Um, oh, these guys. The union has filed several complaints with federal labor officials alleging unfair labor practices that include allegedly asking union members about union activities and attempting to negotiate directly with workers, something that our city tried to do with the jailers' union. Um, which, uh, stay tuned. Um the union alleges the company is bargaining in bad faith and violating several uh, labor laws. The union wants to continue to meet with the company officials that you can do contract, which expired. I think I skipped over it. It expired November 1st of 2021. Um, uh, let's see. A uh, company sent a final offer and refused to negotiate. The one of the union recommended the membership vote to ratify the company's latest offer. The union, of course, refused, as they should. Um, instead, the company sent the offer to membership directly and said the union had agreed to the final offer, which it hadn't, which is a big no-no. Um, hopefully, even the uh, the cranks at the NLRB will um, will see the light on this situation. Um, but, of course, we don't even have to worry about that. They're going on strike. They're taking it into their own hands, folks, which is what we love, which is what we love about union labor. Um, anyway... Uh, Smith said supervisors had asked yeah, membership about union activities and union plans, which is not allowed. Um, of course, Kentucky American Water, a fucked up, fucked up little corporation, said that they are confident that federal labor authorities will side with the water company. Well, of course they would. Yeah. Um, which is, I'm not even going to read. Fuck. I'm not even going to read their statement. Literally, fuck you. <laughs> 
Um, this is a, a just just to sort of. There's a good quote talking about it. If I can just find it, um, does it not say it here? Oh, there we go. So the uh, uh, shocker: the Kentucky American Water Corporation is a private corporation, um, which uh, is uh, engaged in the age-old tra- um, uh, age-old uh, tradition of just holding a gun to municipal government's head. Um, yeah, you can buy these people on the stock market. Yeah, actually, they can. You can do that. It's it's something, man. Kentucky American <clears throat> Water has seen profits and dividends to its investors skyrocket over the past five years. Uh, profits have increased more than fifty percent, and dividends to investors have jumped sixty-one percent in the time frame. How? To which I ask, I, how is this? How is it? How is it rational at all that over the five years has the nature in which we consumed water changed? No. Why in the world then? Has has uh, has water profit gone up? This is the psycho shit that, um, uh, you know, that a strong union presence at Kentucky American Water might be able to um, uh, hold, fend, uh, fend off, um, hopefully. I don't know. This is uh, doing, doing union stuff in, like, like the sort of neoliberal era is always confusing, right? Um, because what happens, of course, they become very powerful. And then we're like, the city government's like, finally, we're going to municipalize you. And they're like, no, um, because we would lose an arbitrary number of jobs. I don't know, whatever. I'm totally talking about I'm an asshole here, folks. I'm just a, you know, it's just a spectator sport for me. Um, <laughs> We're just on the sidelines watching. Yeah, baby, not my union. We don't have skin um, in the game. Yeah, we actually should all join that one big union and uh, be easy. Uh, interesting, American Kentucky American Water Source, 14 counties. Um, let's see, final final thing from this article. Um, it will apparently, if the NLRB, so stupid, if it deems that the complaints have merits, it will issue a complaint against the Kentucky American Water. So, um, and that will take them from seven to fourteen weeks to decide. Um, yeah, all right, all right, all right. Okay, whatever. Um, next article. Next article. In this one, folks, I had to. I haven't even read this one yet. I wanted to keep it fresh and special for the podcast because this is a locked article. This was so normally when the Herald Leader does their exclusive special articles, like subscriber only content, it's like a new restaurant's opening up in town. Uh, Top 10 things to do this Valentine's Day. Literally. Is that an article? That is. Yeah, That's they posted good. it today. That's really good. Well, if only we had more time, I would absolutely. Anyway, anyway, anyway. When is Valentine's Day? Monday. Oh, Jesus. Um, anyway, so this is an article by Valerie Honeycutt Spears. Covers the edge. Um, I'm already the... reading it. Okay, stop it, Eric. I'm, tra- I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do his podcast right now. Um, <laughs> Valerie Honeycutt Spears, she covers FCPS stuff. This is the headline for the article. Liggins, who is the superintendent, long-term vision. More fake kids could pick schools based on interests, right? Um, so uh, see, like every citations needed episode about schooling ever um, is your uh, is your required reading. Um, uh, let's see, Fayette County's new superintendent has a long term vision for a school district which will allow more students to attend magnet or special programs outside their assigned school, right? So I don't know. Off the bat, just want to say. 
we've talked about school choice stuff on side B before, right? Because we've talked about school choice is a is on the bill. Yeah, the school choice, the school choice bill. School, I mean, this school choice is always, I think, fucked up. Um, and I, I say that in quotation with the heaviest of quotations. Literally, um, it's it, it's sort of a way of depriving certain school districts, um, uh, money and uh, giving it to um other uh. More bourgeois institutions, if you will. Um, anyway, so in addition to traditional neighborhood schools, um, which have the huge benefit of uh, normally being able to walk to, um, however, uh, this is not always true. <laughs> um, famously, what's the new school? I feel like what, Frederick Douglass. Frederick Douglass, you cannot walk to, I think, at all. Um, I mean, if you wanted to die, I guess you could. Well, yeah, but I mean, you're not supposed. Aaron, you're not supposed to want to die at school. Why would you ever want to say that? Um, looks just really sadly into the camera. This story is this is a subscriber exclusive, which it uh, is sure to mention a few paragraphs in. Okay. This cool. a long-term vision. I would love to see our community go to that, but you have to quality. But you have to have quality programs all over because people obviously buy homes in neighborhoods based on schools. By no means am I implying that people would not be able to go to their neighborhood schools. That would always be the first option. So, this is um, I guess even more fucked up that he's aware of it. Um, I don't know the. There's a clear tie between neighborhoods and school quality. And a lot of things, especially like uh, Chicago suburbs are like an excellent, excellent example. Um, uh, I forget the, uh, not, I forget the name, uh, but it's a school in Wilmette, Illinois, that is like per square footage or something like the most, there's, it's got some crazy statistic. It's got a yacht club. It's got its own radio station. Wow. Um, and it is a just normal district school because they've done such a good job at redlining every every you know poor and mostly non-white um and not jewish um this is something i think we forget um person out of there but whatever i'm sure lexington doesn't have a history of that at all i say and i continued reading fayette county, <laughs> county is 35 magnet specifically especially gifted and talented programs uh, i don't know why they phrase it like that from a stem girls school to fine art schools to agri science and other career related related programs um and i've never met a normal person from any of them um i'll just say that there's 6500 <laughs> students in 31 of the magnet schools and special program okay why did, stop giving me stats over here there can be fewer spaces than applicants who want to get into special programs because there's often a waiting list ligan said he wants to open up more seats in these programs and explore offering other programs based on families interest and in what industry might lead to in the future ligan's is not suggesting that such a dramatic change in the is in the works immediately Quote, we're obviously not there that this requires a lot of overhaul of transportation. Then why are you saying it? He then just wants to generate even... the hype, generate the buzz. Okay, so next sentence. The dist- and, and we know this if you've been listening to Lamb for a while. The district is currently hard-pressed to even get kids to neighborhood or assigned schools given long-standing transportation staff shortages. It is a nightmare to do busing, folks. You only do busing when it's absolutely necessary. You can't even do it normally. You want to do it in ex- extra special cases? That's I know, insanity. It's super fucked up. Um, when I was in high school, I did one of these. Um, I, d- I did not go to high school here. Mm-hmm. But um, where I went, not from Lexington, not from you Lexington, heard it, folks. <laughs> um, a faker, a fa- yeah, fake, fake, fake. I can't even think. Fame, but it's F stands for fake, like the movie the fake. F for fake. 
<laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Just, what are you saying? Anyway. Get to the point. I went to one of these, um, it was like a, it was like a biomedical thing. I thought I wanted to be a doctor that didn't pan out. Mm -hmm. Um, but they, the transportation was a fucking nightmare because I had to be bused from my homeschool to one of these places, which was like a, a converted bus, Mm -hmm. uh, utility, like a bus repair garage that they just like put whiteboards in. Nice. Um, and so, I mean, that was that was a nightmare to get transportation when we had transportation, mm-hmm. and now there is currently no transportation. And I can confirm that everyone in that program is insane, and I've never met a normal person from any of those. Yeah. Well, folks, the article only gets grimmer. This oh, is not man. even a quote. This is a Beth Musgrave paraphrase. He said facilities would have to be renovated, and there would be implications for personnel implication ligand yeah right and then this is hilarious by the way just to remind you all ligand said that the district must first also get to a point where it's not dealing with covid on a daily basis ligand said his first priority is that every school in the district is high performing uh okay ligand said a principal at a special special program recently told him quote the great thing about this program is that every day a child gets to come and do something that they are successful at unquote i would love to have your school um and I thought, why can't every child have that experience? He's asking yeah. the real questions. I mean... <laughs> oh, this is funny. If you... Okay, I'm going to say this sentence. Since we're just goofing, since we're just uh, have, having a laugh over this um, basically vaporware program that he is uh, rolling out. Um, I'm just going to uh, give a... Put it out of period. Liggins also said that he wants more students to be living in poverty. Wait... What? To be able to enroll in the program. <laughs> but it's just funny that you can, you know, never write where someone can do can uh, fuck you with black art, mm-hmm. art with blackout art, you know. Um, cool. I've heard many of them don't see that as an option because of the application requirements and transportation barriers. No shit. Because of housing patterns in Lexington, the district had a school serving high concentration students living in poverty said, quote, that's not ideal, unquote. No shit. Um, I was the second born to a teenage mother and we grew up poor. My brother Randy went to school in our neighborhood where the majority of his classmates were living in poverty like us. I don't think it's any, it, it, I was any more intelligent or had any more potential than my brother, but I went to a school where there were students from a mix of economic backgrounds. I excelled academically and Randy did not, even though we both grew up in the same home and had the same potential. Right. Very good. Well, analysis. So what, so why are you, I don't know, man, this is. The theme of today's episode is of why? why, why Wait, okay, so what is, what's his goal here, right? Because there's already 35 magnet programs. So... All, Lexington has a, I don't know, maybe I just don't, I I'm, I'm just haven't been exposed to that many. I guess the only other benchmark that I have is like Chicago Public Schools. Right. But I'm like, I feel like Lexington has a, has a lot, a lot of weird, fun little, like, like mm-hmm. FCPS. I don't know. So he's got a lot of stuff going on. It there. doesn't seem like, so he doesn't want to make more magnet programs. He just wants to make them more available. That's, he, uh, he just wants to increase the numbers of people magnet programs, which is like, why don't, okay, and this may seem, like I okay, I get that part of this. At some point, at some point in the week, you're gonna have to bus a kid somewhere. But I'm like, why don't you just roll out these specialty programs to every school? Why not? I don't know. Why not? Like I get, 
maybe we're all on the same page about reforming education. How about instead of just making the increased amounts of your like reformed quote unquote education, you know, why don't you just make that like part of part of the curriculum? Yeah. Do I need to just like send this guy like a like like a little like um brief history of like I don't know, like Soviet schooling or something? Um don't they have to do that in like Germany? Like they like when they're in seventh grade, they have to like pick a track. Something like that. I don't know, man. I mean, and it is let me say this. Is that the best thing? Who knows? I mean it let me say this. Gets you a job, but at the same time, um, I don't know. Maybe it's because the school system fucked us up so much. But in in, in my high school experience, I knew very, very few people that knew anything about what they wanted ever. Um, uh, I was at least in the ballpark. I'll say that. <laughs> um, I know I know who I am. I am my own master. Um, I've done a 180. Well, yeah, I mean, you've done like a cool, I've you know, like, like several oh, win- winter Olympics are on, you know, when a Sean White did the, did the, the spins, but like more than the rest of them. Crazy. That's you, Aaron. That's, that's you in, in, that's you in academics, baby. Um, I, I'm like doing curling. Um, (laughs) anyway, uh, this is so, um, okay. This is the, uh, uh, we've, we've thoroughly criticized this. Okay. Um, I, I, did I skip over the other? Oh yeah. Talk about the big, the biggest news of the week. Stop it. It's not the biggest news of the week. And I don't want to think about it. I just stop it. (laughs) You can't keep doing this to me, Aaron. All right, lady. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, we warned you. We warned you. Introducing, coming on from stage left, Lexington's second minor league baseball team, the wild, lowercase wild, lowercase health, period, genomes. And it's DNA that looks like a baseball stitching. There's, um... I don't know. I don't know. There was a, a po- second one. There was a poll <laughs> that got put out. When I first read this, I thought for a second that they were some that that, that okay. I, I first thought, holy shit, is that what they're naming the soccer team? Um, uh, two, I thought, holy shit, Wild Health Field, which is what they're calling um, the Lexington Legends Stadium. Um, I'm like, I'm like, are they building another? baseball arena in this town which like <sighs> same thing about the soccer thing love baseball american sport american baby time. Mary, the great you know take me out to the ball game or whatever but like are you are people really going crazy for this shit i thought that <laughs> baseball was uh, across the board on the downturn i don't i don't know this is like the crypto.com arena you know what i mean this is okay. Uh, I saw this and I'm like, how much fucking money dark, is Wild Health making now? Same thing. Remember when we first started this podcast, which was like early 2021, and all of these medical campuses out of nowhere were like, weird, we have a bunch of crazy amount of money to do all these capital projects, you know, and all this uh, mass, exp- you know, like expansions and stuff. Um, very, let me say this. Uh, when I say that medical infrastructure is um, probably the uh, um, the most practical um, sort of, if I was doing a centrally planned economy of the bluegrass Kentucky, like especially in Appalachia or whatever, I would say like, yeah, I think moving um, uh, really far into um, uh, like medical infrastructure and stuff is really the way. 
I don't know how to tell you. I didn't mean this. I didn't. I. This is not what I was thinking. I was not thinking <laughs> UK grads who figured out how to do uh, how to do government contracting, but for like giving people vaccines, which is what they've done. And tests. Um, yeah, they've they've sort of SpaceXed the um uh the the medical um game which is not a compliment they got the um, uk contract they got the lexington contract they and they and they have just overnight cemented themselves you know and um and now they're flaunting it by buying the wild they're like shit we have so much money and we've already funded our lexington domestic gladio as, as much as we can <laughs> i guess we'll buy a I will guess we'll buy the fucking sports arena. Um, well, folks, uh, be on the lookout. Get ready for the uh, Wild Health uh, Center at Rupp Arena. Fuck. Um, <laughs> with the with the University of Kentucky did you know genome. The, did you know it was first called the Applebee's Park? I was, no, not until I read the agenda. It was called Applebee's Park. And then Whitaker Bank bought it, which is, of course, like the great, mm-hmm. I mean, like, what greater developer out there than the Whitaker Bank people? And then Liberation, baby, Perestroika, um, we got we got maybe half of a, a good year of, um, uh, weirdly enough, no baseball, but it's its own name. I am my own stadium, the Lexington Legends Ballpark. We're calling it the Lexington Legends Ballpark. Can you see baseball here? No. But. No. It's I'm, called it. Let me say this, folks. You know me. In my heart, it's still Commonwealth Stadium. So, <laughs> um, which is funny because, like, a few years ago, I could call it Commonwealth Stadium. People would be like, yeah, 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 yeah. Now, when I'm talking to people and I was like, Commonwealth, like, especially like like other students, they're like, the what? And I'm like, it, I was like, how long ago did they change it? And then someone's going to be like, they did it in 2014. And I'm going to be like, fuck. Fuck. Um, anyway. Um, okay, I gotta, I gotta, one big, one final article. The Jailers Union, which, um, we, we've talked about the jailing stuff, um, pretty well. We've talked about the union dispute, um, with, uh, best, uh, also, also done by Beth Musgrave, uh, de facto best labor reporter at the Herald Leader. Um, who else is, I guess nobody else is reporting on labor. So it's us. Are... I mean, you know, it's it's us and Beth Musgrave. Um, Excellent. But, but Beth, she's getting the scoop. I don't know how we get the scoop. We gotta, you gotta be more connected. You're employed by the Herald Leader. Oh, damn it. You gotta get the police radio. Way to be on their payroll. Um, anyway. Uh, so, after two straight years of negotiations, the Jailers Union finally came, um, uh, finally voted for a two-year contract. Um, with some safe, uh, safe stops in it. So the new contract has a, a provision that's like if they can't agree, immediately agree on a new project, there will already be some guaranteed pay raises coming through, which I can't, I, I can't tell if that's who's that a, who that is a win for. And this is, I mean, maybe a, a constant theme of a uh, lame, which is uh, I can't tell who's winning. Um, so uh, the Fayette County Detention Center is now up to 120 vacancies. Um, awesome. Uh, so FOP, uh, lodge 3083, which is different than, uh, the cops FOP, which I think is lodge four. Um, uh, it has, a uh, has, has voted for this. Um, let's see. Uh, so they desperately needed this to stop 
the bleeding of employees, um, uh, which is sad um, because, you know, I think if they held that a little longer, they would have gotten what they want. What this article doesn't mention, what the last article did mention, is that a lot of the complaints that the jailers union had um, was uh, with um, uh, like certain levels of like disciplinary control and stuff like that. Um, and uh, it is basically, uh, I scanned this article unless they do not mention it. Um, so I can only assume it didn't happen. Um, but of course the city, I mean, look, we're going to read uh, Mayor Gorton's cheesy little um, quote but uh, it's it's uh, the city played hardball, and uh, this let me say this: they, the city also did a little uh, illegal labor action or whatever, you know. Um, so starting salaries are bumped um, uh, from fifteen up to twenty an hour. Jail employees will see uh, over seven thousand dollar bump in base pay immediately. Um, a three thousand lump sum payment per member, depending on how many years of uh, service they've been in there. Um, Come January first, all employees will also th receive a three percent raise. Um, okay, instead of a four-year contract, the city agreed to a two-year contract um, to see if the bumps in pay will help retention and recruitment. Okay, so this is probably a sign that no one was happy. Um, mm -hmm. uh, I, it looks like both of their hands were forced on this. I, I think it's interesting that they got paid fifteen an hour because you could get paid you could get paid the same amount of UK dining. Yes. Um, which is a kind of prison management. That's a kind well, of prison. Let me say this, man. I mean, it's it's fun. I mean, I think we said this at the last thing. Like, you need to be giving these guys, like, a house. Like, a guaranteed house, uh, no questions asked. You need to, like, I mean. A little homestead need, act here in Lexington. Be, uh, uh, literally pampering these people. Because I cannot name <clears> you a more miserable job than, um, uh, ex, uh, than, than finishing out the, uh, the more boring dollar violent and miserable part of the carceral state that we've built the cops get to have all the fun um but uh it's uh it's these sad guys as a job to um actually uh enforce the sort of um uh, sisyphusian um uh, punishment model for guys that have like 60 year sentences anyway lexington mayor linda gordon said raising salaries was critical to public safety quote it's the right thing to do for our employees we hope the contract will help relieve staffing concerns. I have heard from corrections officers that staffing is the most critical concern at the jail, and the best way to improve retention and recruitment is to increase pay. So you admit you've spoken to the jailers outside of the contracts. Oh. Got him. I'm kidding. <clears throat> I'm also, got him. Um, uh, Michael Harris, president of the FAP Town Branch Lodge, says that the raises will hopefully lure some employees who left for surrounding jails back to Fayette County um people uh, uh let me see morale is low he said uh, fcdc has 100 vacancies that must be filled soon or more employees will leave regardless of the bump in hourly compensation um this is interesting it's it's going it's expected to be approved by Lexington city council um uh yesterday so it probably got passed i assumed um uh vice mayor ck is giving it the the works folks they're getting a first and second reading which um uh, i looked at and i said da da you can do that um, ooh. Uh, uh, city and union officials both dropped their complaints and a request for a mediator that they filed with the Kentucky Labor Board or whatever it was called, the Labor Cabinet. Um, 
Only the jury is still out as to whether the contract will increase recruiting or entice corrections officers to stay. Um, and with that, uh, I have to suspend. Tune in next week for my lame elections desk um, coverage uh, for the Fayette County because oh. uh, I am at time. Wow, look at you. I know. Not bad. All right. See you in a second. Yep. And we're back. We're back. You're listening to Just like to that. I mean, movie instantly. magic, baby. <laughs> <laughs> listening to Lexington Aviation Marxist Experience. You can follow us on Twitter at LamePod. Email us at LexingtonPod at gmail.com. This oh, is my lunch you, break, too, by the way. What do you got? So a little snack maybe, going on? A little, little union mandated snack break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. You can't. Don't talk. To, don't talk to me while I'm, while I'm on my break. I can, podcasting's my work. Don't talk to hey, me. Hey, this is the union. The union is, snack for you. Uh, uh, if 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 you make me talk while I'm on my lunch break, we're we're, we're walking out. <laughs> we're gonna form a strike a strike coalition. Anyway, keep. Well, yeah, we got a bunch of stickers. Um, we got a bunch of buttons. Um, you know what's coming up in a couple of days? Valentine's Day. What better way? To give to let someone know that you just love them to pieces, than to give them a a sticker or podcast or a sticker or button from your favorite podcast. History has vindicated us on this. Thank you to the guy that DM'd us about that. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I'm sorry I eat, I'm eating a sandwich while telling you this, but this I is good podcasting. It's good. People like this stuff. Um, they like to know that I'm a human. Could a right. could a CIA plant eat? So, yeah, if you're interested in that, hey, maybe you've got, I don't know, a cargo bike. Maybe you want, um... <laughs> maybe you want to give me free housing. <laughs> maybe maybe you have something that's very easily stickerable, and you want a little lame maybe you sticker. you just have, like a, like, a clean check to write out yeah. my name. Um, like, slamepot at gmail.com. Maybe you love... The earth. Maybe Our you people love talk to your in people. The dirt to grab some high voltage power lines. It's yes. in the earth. Don't you know it's ground? Maybe you're a mole person. Yeah, I'm, I can't. I'm trying to make these things short. I don't know why I'm keep riffing on this. Yeah, thing. um, you can give us a review on iTunes and Spotify. And if you give us a review on iTunes, you better put five stars, and leave a and leave a little note so I can read it. It'll be funny. Um, or don't. I don't know. Um. I don't really have anything else to add. Uh, we're going to go into side B. Johnny's still eating a sandwich. No, I'm typing on the computer. Oh, now you're typing on the computer now. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm doing all this. I'm taking my off. You know, I'm, I just I just work my, my very intensive shift in the podcast points, mm-hmm. you know. All right. Well, we'll see you inside me. Mm-hmm. All right. We're, yeah, we're back. back. Movie magic. It's... <laughs> <laughs> How many times can we do the same joke? <laughs> Every time. What are you talking about, baby? We do it, we do it once a week. Most right. weeks. So we have, um, oh yeah, it's a Lexington Aviation Marxist experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm Aaron, and I'm Jenry eating a sandwich. I'm on my, I'm on my break. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Um, we have a bit of news here on side B. I mean, I guess the whole show is news, but no, <laughs> you're gonna be fucking kidding me. <laughs> I'm trying my best out here. All right. Um, so uh, there is a lame election desk happening for the state, and yes. that's what and that's what this uh, Louisville race for the House. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, every other race in the state is not interesting. Um, this primary between Jeff Young and um, Price mm-hmm. in District Six, very. We are going to go canvassing. Me and Aaron. I haven't talked about the scenario in advance. 
We're going to go campus oh, man. Jeff Young. All right. We're going to go. Abolish the CIA. Literally. You know, I don't care if he's not, if he's literally maybe not mentally fit to, like, I don't know if he'll be able to handle the pressure. <laughs> um, let me say this. We get him in there. I believe in him. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So this is, this is from Louisville, our friends in Louisville. Uh, Yarmouth, of course, we all know John Yarmouth. Mm-hmm. Um, he, um, well, he, he gave an endorsement the other day. Uh, no. And at this primary, there's only two people running for office. No. It's Attica Scott and uh-huh. Morgan McGarvey. Okay. And, and John Yarmouth has endorsed, drumroll please, Morgan McGarvey. No! This is horrible. Which, I mean, they could have seen, seen that coming from a mile away. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. It's Morgan McGarvey describes himself as a progressive. I don't. Buddy. Anyone he, in this town will describe themselves as a progressive. That's just, I don't even know what to make of that. If you're in Louisville, vote for Attica Scott. That's, <laughs> that's all you need. Louisville. Try and vote for Attica Scott. I know yeah. Um, which I think this is interesting because, um, well, John Yarmouth has a, a big policy of uh, not making endorsements. Hmm. And he, and he broke that policy um, specifically for this race. Funny how, um, funny how democrats will play by any means necessary when it involves um certain only certain um acts of uh, self-preservation he said he concluded it was his responsibility based on the perspective he gained during his years in congress to publicly weigh in on his preference for a successor what the fuck what the fuck literally when is... it's a you people vote so stupid okay um and so yeah that's election desk i don't know um shit's fucked up uh, we also have some more things coming out of um, coming out of the legislature. Um, you remember a while back uh, there was a rally in uh, Frankfurt for the ARPA funds um, being earmarked for essential workers and, and getting bonus pay for them. Um, and so what has happened now is um, so there's $500 million provided by the federal government for free to help Kentuckians during covid um, the General Assembly is sending it back. Um, they're not, they're choosing not to spend it. Whoops. Oh, fuck. No. God damn it. Never mind. All right. Great. Right. We're, we're back um, to square one, guys. It literally would cost them nothing to, to distribute this money, and they're instead choosing to send it back to, because it can only be spent for helping Kentuckians. Yes. And this is something, just remember, folks they do not want to do <laughs> and they just instead of doing it they sent it back that would be communism so i don't really understand their logic but it's a they, repeat of um uh, uh medicare expansion but they so they can't they can't spend it on anything else and they can't add it to the surplus so they sent it back yeah which is ugh. and they're like this is good and healthy and normal mm-hmm um, speaking of things that are good and healthy and normal, unemployment benefits are changing. Great. If you're unemployed and you're receiving benefits, House Bill 4 might um, make things interesting for you. Um, it's being discussed, well, it was being discussed yesterday morning when I wrote this. It was being discussed this morning, but that was yesterday. Okay. Um, so 
If you receive unemployment insurance, you must apply for five jobs or five like job-related things every week Fuck. that you receive employment. Fuck, now, I know man. there was a requirement before, but I don't know if it was that stringent because I, re I read the bill and they, I looked at all the changes. Um, the max benefits... Okay, so this, this is big. Um, you can only be on unemployment insurance for 24 weeks. Fuck. Okay, great. Um... There's also a little scale that's tied to unemployment rates. So when unemployment is below four and a half percent, four and a half percent, and it's twelve weeks. Jesus. And if it's really bad, it gets bumped. The maximum it can possibly be is twenty four weeks, but it's only if unemployment gets really bad. There's a, Jim. There's a. It's a. It's a button. They've just created a whole um, little machine that just fucks you up. Mm -hmm. Jesus. Well, folks, um... Um, and then the General Assembly of the Commonwealth of Kentucky may end the Commonwealth's participation in any enhanced federal benefit program in a matter consistent with any applicable federal laws at any time during the duration of the program. You're not. Can you say that? Or can can they do that? Is that <laughs> constitutionally sound? I don't know, but it's in House Bill Four. So write your write your representatives. Well, if um, they just have post office banking, you know, mm -hmm. then no one can do anything about it. I don't know. This is this is insane. Okay, so here's here's the real here's really what we're talking about today. You might everyone's been talking about this coronavirus, the novel current SARS-CoV-2 yeah. number go down, number more go like. down. Okay, <laughs> but I mean, while everyone was busy, you know, worrying about wearing masks and social distancing and washing your hands, there was another virus spreading around oh. the state. COVID of the mind. A COVID, a COVID of the wallet of sorts. I see. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. And um, all of all of these um, all of these esteemed Kentucky lottery workers, they're working. Oh shit! They're working. Oh, shit. They're working. They're working from home for all of COVID, <laughs> and they come back to this shit. <laughs> That's great. Um, and what I'm talking about is these. Uh, okay, so last week, front page of the Herald Leader. Like whoops, whoops. Front page of the Herald Leader. Big text. Gambling invaders. A whole special. No. Yeah, a whole special. That was what they picked. That's what they picked. That's what they called it. Gambling invaders. Um, and it's all about these unregulated slot machines that are popping up like rabbits mm -hmm. in just every convenience store in this fucking state. Oh great, and 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 how how is that? How are they doing that? Um, well, I thought gambling was illegal in Kentucky. Gambling is for, a, gambling for horses. Gambling is illegal uh, unless it's for horses or for education. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But this this gambling goes to none other than the FOP. Oh, yeah. Wait, so. There are there are already more than eleven hundred machines across the state, according to the Kentucky Lottery. Um, many of the many in many cases, law enforcement groups are getting cut of the proceeds. So if you if you actually go to one of these things and you can see there's a little sticker at the bottom, and it says um, proceed benefits from this go to supporting your local FOP chapter. That's if insane. you want one if you want one in your store, call this number. No way. Yeah. Um, and so you might be asking. They're finding new and unique ways to fund the police. I know. 
we, if they can't be funded, <laughs> they, they can't keep be... getting away with this. <laughs> and so, yeah, the FOP, the FOP is is getting a cut from this. And there's there's two there's two main ones. It's like wild wild skill or wild barrel. health. Bur- God, fucking <laughs> the wild health slot machine and and burning barrels. So like, okay, they're 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 getting around this by saying that um they are skill base? the skill base. No way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm actually really good at the slot machine. Um, <laughs> that's awesome. It's it's an, it's insane how they actually play. Um, okay, so yeah, skill games are are not gambling by statute. Um. So supporters say the skill comes. There's there's three types of games on these on these little machines. Okay. okay. So they're digital. They're not even fun. Yeah, they're di- okay. yeah they're not even fun. All right. Um, That's a Terry. Okay. So you there's like a little there's like a little three in a row game that you you tap on the icons to match the three in a row. Then you get a bonus for winning the three in a row. Then there is uh, repeating a pattern. So if you repeat a specific pattern the, the right way for long enough then you win and then you can and then there's another game where you just tap on pictures and you get tap on the pictures and you get bonus points so, but it's huh the so issue do I get to pull the big lever the issue is so the Simon thing is not gambling because that's actually skill okay but everything else is randomly generated oh i get it <laughs> Uh-huh. And so because of that, um, it is because there is some element of chance. Kentucky Lottery defines gambling as a game of having any chance. This is good. That would be every game, but I'm into I'm mm-hmm. I'm willing to accept. So you that. can't play D and D. For money. For money. <laughs> um do, yeah, so they don't they don't meet the skill standards. Yes, there's Wildcat skill, which has about three hundred machines, and burning barrel. <clears throat> which has about 500 machines I'm, throughout the state. I'm imagining you got, okay, you got your dungeon master, right? Mm. With this little like card fold thing, little science fold thing. And you got like six D&D players or whatever, but circled around them. There are guys like hooting and hollering, like throwing down money. Like it's a dog fight. Is that I, anything? I'm sure that's happened. Is that, uh, is anyone into that? Okay. Um, some stores, as a result, have ditched the lottery altogether. So they've uh, no. they've, they've actually stopped doing lottery. How will we feel keys. imagination and fund education now? How, how will we fund keys? <laughs> how am I supposed to get my keys money? Literally, <laughs> I'm trying to pay for college. Getting, <laughs> of course, my GPA is too low to get keys money. Now. Oh man. Yeah. By the way, just a little little insight into my <clears> life for you all. I love sharing stuff with you. Some, like I'm your only friend. So, <laughs> I'm talking to the audience. So <laughs> the listener. Some machines appear to already have the stamp of approval from law enforcement. They have stickers that say Kentucky State Fraternal Order of Police, telling potential players that a portion of the proceeds go to this machine. And then they literally put the number in the Herald Leader article. Great. To, to call to call to get I'm a machine. I'm reading it and I'm like, I need this in lame studios. Yeah, if you want this machine in your location, call so and so. Places across the state, from convenience stores to bars, have taken up FOP on the pitch, um, and then they got some. Some local plays. Come and play our new Burning Barrel Skill Games machine proceeds. Go to the FOP. That was a Facebook post. Man, it's like, that's, it's like, it's not, it's not just that gambling is the highest form of human expression. It's also, um, they have to pitch it as a, uh, they're like, they're like, you got to support the troops. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Okay. No, no, no. I'm into this. Let's get one for UCW. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yes. And we're going to put it on campus. <laughs> and we're going to raise a strike fund or something. We'll see how know. long that lasts. I think it'll be good. We could play. It's like a game a, of skill. Yeah. It's a game. It's like in, in the sense that like you have to physically keep the, the game away from UKPD. You have to like exactly. keep feeling it. Yeah. But it's like also like, ooh, how will you get someone to play it? So the FOP actively recruits its members to get these machines out into the public. No they actually they have a bunch of incentives and stuff. Machine uh, machines can contribute up to five percent of the profits for the FOP. Jesus. These things make a lot of money. Well, yeah, one obviously. order reportedly you just put money into it. It's like an ATM, right. but reverse. <laughs> um, one owner already has um, contributed six thousand three hundred dollars to the FOP. Okay, all right. Let's uh, scratch my head. Uh, how do I reverse that? How do I find out? You would divide it by five percent. Okay. Divide by point zero five. Six six thousand divided by point zero five. We're le I'm learning stuff today, folks. No fucking way. That can't be right. It's $120,000. How do I get one of these things? Well, you just call the number on your screen now. Great. I'll put it in the gas station that I own. Exactly. Um, the FOP newsletter to local chapters outlined the 5% commission. For each game that the lodge locates on a local business in the East Coast, for each lodge the for each game that the lodge locates in a local business, East Coast, which is a company, will pay $250 to the lodge. Each lodge will retain 4% of the total profits for each game, and the state FOP will retain 1%. Um, this is from Vi Vice President Mike Sweeney, former president of Bluegrass Lodge number 4 of the FOP. Yeah. So these are these are the I real big Sweeney. guys. Yeah. Jesus. There are more than 500 machines in 34 counties, including Fayette. So they've already, they've already reached here. Yeah, so if you see some guy like really, like really crazy into it, um, say hi. It's your local podcaster. <laughs> the uh, the Lafakaga is um, <laughs> issuing coin operated has been issuing coin operated amusement licenses for them, but said January nineteenth that they're halting it after the Herald Leader operated amusement license. Yes, uh, even it. though they take bills. Well, that's it. They public compromise. They have to take coins. Exactly. Well, they they stopped on January nineteenth because the Herald Leader asked about the policy. That's that's you know you're doing something normal and healthy when like just some newspaper guys like, hey, so what's this? And you're like, oh fuck, we got it. Mm. A sales pitch from a vendor offering Pacematics burning barrels said each machine can make it a profit of average of twenty thousand dollars or more yearly. That's not the number we just calculated. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe was, that's collectively. That's the average. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's, it, every <clears throat> machine, every other machine only makes like a hundred bucks a year. But With the this store one owner guy's machine is like, uh, he's just. Uh, this is even better. This is even better. The store owner's like, I gotta get my numbers up. I gotta donate to the FOP. I gotta do my part. And he just in his off time just spend puts bills in, <laughs> and plays it himself. <laughs> that's good. Uh, well, owners owners can keep up to forty percent of the profits. Which is interesting. Um, okay, so 5% to the FOP, 40% to the owner. Man, that's still 55% for East Coast, the company. Jesus, guys. Uh, although stores and bars could lose their license uh, to have the lottery or liquor, um, if they have an illegal gambling conviction, the risk appears to be worth it to many. <clears throat> 
Typically, stores only keep 6% of the lottery sales. Jesus. Yeah. Customers don't really win much money, but theoretically, you can win $700 to $100. No. But usually, you pay out in like double digits. Baby needs herself a new bike. (laughs) (laughs) At least one store owner found the games to be less lucrative than anticipated. Uh, Rose Merritt, owner of the Dieter and Daughters Liquor in Fort Wright. Oh, in Fort Wright. I know where that is. Said the family's 60-year-old store added two burning barrels machines last spring because competitors had them. But but she had removed them after about six months. I wasn't real pleased with how they worked, Merritt said. To me, the store owner is the casino. So if the games are paying out more than the customers are playing, you're putting that money out. I can understand why legally they can call it a game of skill, but in reality, we all know what it is. Most people don't consider these games a skill. They consider it slot machines. That's good. In other states, and I was reading about this too, <clears throat> they appear there. Oh, yeah. They're, they're spreading like, like a little wildfire virus. Um, they're in Virginia. They're in Pennsylvania. Virginia's attempt to ban the skill games is on hold after their Supreme Court declined to hear an appeal. And in Pennsylvania and Georgia, there's been efforts to legalize and tax the games. Um, now, Damon Thayer, Damon ev- Thayer. everyone's everyone's favorite. I've been. It's been a while since everyone's I've thought of you, Thayer. most punchable face, Damon Thayer, True. Senate Senate Majority Leader. Say no more. <laughs> he was like, I don't want to. I don't want to legalize them. I don't want to regulate them. I don't want to tax them. I want to have them gone. That was his his little thing in and the. For once. Fuck it, yeah, I'm with you. Let's do it. <laughs> um, also, Leave it for Indiana, Kentucky Representative Killian Timoney, uh, Republican of Lexington, say he's says he's prepared to file a bill that would stop the machines for now. For now, that's a, that's a dystopian sentence. Yeah, it's what's the he knows. He's I mean, stopping the it? machines for now. Well, well, he knows the of the uh, of the uh, uh, persistent march of time. But Timoney, who's not opposed to There's gambling... There's a specter haunting Kentucky. There is, and it's gambling. It's gambling. <laughs> it's the... A bourbon it's, and gambling. It's, 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 it's one weird game of three-card Monty. <laughs> and you're... Yes, yeah, so and you always lose. Which is well, how I actually, really... I actually can... I win. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, Timoney, who's not opposed to gambling, is leaving the door open for discussion on regulating the games. Um... So, I mean, that's that was the main Herald Leader article. Linda Blackford had another. They had like a million. They had a million videos about this. Man, I mean, they keep doing this to it. They keep just polluting their website with just shit. I'm like, Jesus, man. Okay. <clears throat> Linda Blackford says, it doesn't have to be this complicated. Kentucky legislators said, legislators said legalize all sports betting along with whatever properly licensed slot machines that may or may not play games of skill or games of chance. Then the state should tax them all more, but also consistently and fairly, as Representative Adam Cohen from Erlanger has proposed. That means that both the horse industry and the sports betting and slot machines support the state treasury in all the ways they need to, not just to raise money for the horse breeder incentive funds, but for education and healthcare and gambling addiction programs that are needed around the state. No, I believe in horse supremacy. I think it should all go to horses. (laughs) That's good. (laughs) Um... Speaking of uh, sports betting, um, do you have uh, the name, image, and likeness bill? They 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 got Calipari and Stoops up there. God, think we gotta get Stoops at the <laughs> um, which is like everyone's like who? Um, <laughs> I I know he's the football coach. Yeah, me too. I, mean, I guess even even we even we lowly podcast. I don't. I couldn't much. tell you what he looks like, but I know he's the football coach. <laughs> 
he doesn't he doesn't got that calipari um it's a swagger, distinct distinct face i don't know yeah they got uh max wise was up on the on the thing and i'm like oh yeah that's max wise i know who that is but (laughs) just like who the fuck is mark stoops not enough sorry get this non-catholic out of here yeah exactly i only want catholic coaches he sent a basketball to the pope for christmas do we say this on the podcast no that's awesome (laughs) (laughs) then one of the bishops went to the vatican and so calipari sent a signed basketball and bourbon to the pope that's good yeah um Um, i mean so yeah that's our that's our little um that's our little gambling invaders uh thing gambling invaders front page of the herald leader happen to you it can happen to me wear a mask don't get caught gambling (laughs) (laughs) mask up cats (laughs) mask up cats it's interesting the wild skill um looks a lot like the uk logo (laughs) it's i mean wild skill wild health we gotta do wild podcast or something wild lame that's good we we have we have wame the wexington Ooh, ooh, if we ever um, give up communism, we could call it the Lexperience, um, which is exactly what uh, um, what uh, as, as people on talk radio would do to this um, That's, podcast. I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah. They got the Lexperience. You know, I'm trying to find this. What are you? What are, well, uh, I was trying to, I, I don't know. I don't know anymore. The bill, okay. So, the, yeah, the in name, image, and likeness bill passes out of the Senate committee, in case you were wondering. Um, they did I'm it. It's on the Herald Leader right now. Um, okay, whatever. Um, it's, you've wasted another perfectly good hour listening to it. <laughs> Finally, someone respectful of my time. Our esteemed executive producer is Charlie Carey. Our stickers and buttons are designed by Claire Thompson from clairethompsonart.com. You can follow us on Twitter at LamePod. You can email us at lexlamepod at gmail.com. And even though we get a, a slot machine appears in, in Lame Studios. Oh, shit. For for the benefit not of not of the union but of the FOP Third an FOP member day. an FOP member puts two slot machines in Lame Studios every time they hear us say it. Oh God, he's in the slot machine. This is lame. <laughs>